Good evening. And as always, I want to just take a moment tonight and thank you for watching or listening. Whether you are watching tonight or listening online, I do appreciate the fact that you take time out of your evening or day to listen to these devotionals, and I pray that they will help you in your walk with the Lord. Tonight I want to do something a little different. I was not able to be with you last night due to some meetings at church, and excuse me, <clears throat> uh, I want to go to the end of the book of, the, of Job because I want you to hear that God is faithful to the end. Sometimes when we read through the book of Job, we lose sight of the forest due to the trees in front of us. And so as we begin to work through Job and we see the loss and the pain and the difficulties that he go through, it's easy sometimes to forget that God ends up blessing Job with more at the end than he had at the beginning. And so in Job, the 42nd chapter, I want to read the description of how this book ends as a constant reminder as we walk through it together. And chapter 42, verse 12, Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than hid his beginning. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female daughters. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, and the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Karin Hapuk. In all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job, and their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. And after this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days. And so I want you to remember this, that even in the middle of this book, when we're looking at loss and pain and difficulties, that God has a purpose and a plan, that God ends up blessing and working in Job's life. Because many times when we go through difficulties and we go through heartache, we think that there is never a light at the end of the tunnel. Things can never get better. Things can never be better than they were. And I've pastored a long time, and I've seen churches up and down. I've seen our church go through easy times, good times, hard times, but yet the Lord always continues to bless seen it in my own marriage, in my own life, but it's easy in the middle of the difficulty to forget that all things work to the good for those that love God and are called according to his purposes. And so tonight as we start looking at how Satan begins to test Job and attack him, I want to read just quickly here an overview of what happens. Starting in verse 13, Job loses every bit of his oxen and donkey. All of them are gone. 
Then another servant came, and there was a fire that burnt up all the sheep and the servants. Then as that man was speaking, another servant came and said, They have killed all of your servants. And so Job has lost all of his ability to make money. He's lost all of the help that would help him make money. And this is the most difficult one in verse 18 of chapter 1. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on the young people, and they are dead. And I am alone to have escaped and tell you. And so in this brief moment, Job has lost everything. Satan has taken everything from him. His wealth, his, his ability to make more money, his children. And then I want you to hear this. Difficulties come to all of us. Trials and temptation. We looked at the difference between a test and a consequence of sin. But tonight I ask you, how do you respond in the difficult moments of life? How do you respond when people don't treat you the way that you think you should be treated? How do you respond when a situation doesn't work out the way that you think it should? Because I want you to hear Job's response tonight. He could have got angry. He could have tried to get even. He could have grown bitter. But listen to how Job responds as a model for how we have to trust God in the difficulties. Starting in verse 20, it says, Then Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head, and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with wrong. You say, Jake, I just don't understand how Job felt this way. I don't understand how Job continued to worship God with such loss. And I'm going to say this tonight, and it might be hard to hear for you. It's hard for me to hear. Job loved God not for the blessings that he received, but because he loved the God who did the blessing. Now, don't miss that tonight. Job loved the God who did the blessings and not just the blessings that God gave. And I really do believe this is something that we are watching today among people who call themselves Christians. Oh, they love God when the blessings are flowing, when good health and financial prosperity are rolling in on them. But we forget sometimes that the treasures of this world are not what is important. My health is important, but yet I'm going to receive a new body that never wears out. I'm going to be in the presence of the God who owns a cattle on a thousand hills someday. This home that I've invested in here is not my heavenly home. I have a mansion that Jesus has built for me. You see, honestly tonight, I believe that most of us love this world just too much. We can't imagine 
how we're going to love heaven more. We just can't imagine why people want to go instead of stay. But I think it's because we realize that the God that we love, the God who loves us, is much greater than anything this world has to offer. And the closer that you draw in your relationship to God, the Bible says if you draw near to Him, He will draw near to you. Job said it best, God gave me every blessing that I have and He can take every blessing away. But if we're honest tonight, that's not how we mostly view it. That's not fair. That's not right. That that doesn't fit into my plans. But yet don't forget that even though Job lost everything, God ended up blessing him more abundantly at the end of his life. And Christian, I know this world is full of sorrow and heartache and pain, struggles, difficulties. But God promised that the blessings at the end will outweigh all of the blessings and all of the hardships that we go through here. And Christians, we have to remember that this is not our home. We're just strangers passing through, pilgrims in a lost and dreary world. And I think that's where we struggle. We struggle with loving the things of this world more than the God who created the world. And so tonight as we begin this study of Job and the struggle with loss and difficulties, remember that the blessings God has in store for you in the future will be much greater than the heartache and pain that you are struggling with today. And so as always, I want to thank you for watching this. I want to pray for you if if I can. If there's anything in your life or situations, please message me or send a comment out uh, below and as always remember to know that you are loved and prayed for and uh, uh, just very quickly I know that uh, uh, today uh, we have a uh, a viewer that is becoming an old man and so I just wanted to say happy birthday to you Mark and uh, God bless and so as always if you ever need anything please let me know